Time to get controversial. Are you ready to get controversial? I love being controversial. Controversial. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Andrew from Otaku Spirit. I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! And today's episode is... I, I haven't decided yet. It's either does anime go too far or is anime problematic? Uh, it's pretty much a subject that's kind of been on the docket for a long time. I just really wasn't sure how to really attack it so it's one of those ones where it's like let's just do it <laughs> let's just talk about it and let's be casual about it and just kind of shoot the the conversation back and forth and hopefully something really cool comes out of this but yeah i, I think it kind of re-sparked in my mind here recently with a little incident that happened with pixiv which is a very popular anime art or manga art just general art in japan posting site that eventually went overseas and everything but yeah, that whole thing happened. And again, like I said, it kind of brings up the big question mark about, you know, the artists and their intent and technically just freedom of expression itself being under attack. So and again, that kind of transitions to anime as a medium because, yeah, a lot of artists get their starting points from things like Pixiv. They again, it technically transitions into all forms of Japanese medium, whether it be light novel art. It can be, you know, well, and writing intent as well, but manga and all that kind of stuff. And I guess, additionally, visual novels and anime. So, yeah, but for those who don't know, we are from otakuspear.com. That's where you can go for all of our links. Social media links are all there, as well as ways to support us, like Patreon, our tips link, and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, it, uh, now more than ever is a good thing, because typically with things like this particular episode, uh, certain services don't like us, so they don't want to get any sort of ad revenue with something that's talking about problematic stuff because you're not allowed to talk about problematic stuff. Censorship <laughs> in other ways besides anime. That It's kind of funny to talk about the fact that this will probably be demonetized in a conversation about how monetization is being removed and artistry is being censored in a way. So it's it's I think if we do get demonetized, that's actually a statement to what we're talking about, <laughs> even though I don't want it to happen. But Anyways, yes, 
we're going to talk about that with this particular episode. And like I said before, it kind of gets sparked um, additionally with the whole Pixivit. For those who don't know what happened with Pixiv, is again, it's an art group or a company where you can submit your art to. And a lot of artists, you know, got their recognition from actually posting on Pixiv. And recently, unfortunately, <laughs> they decided to not necessarily change how what what they allow and don't allow on their site because I think I believe that that stuff was restricted before. It just wasn't enforced. But obviously, with Pixiv allowing people to monetize and get donations and stuff through their service. Apparently, and this is the this is the rumor that the credit card companies didn't like it and they told them to stop having people get money for inappropriate things and this can be anything between yes, very younger characters in in compromised uh art and additionally I, I the best way that I found to, to, to phrase it was barnyard animal interactions with people and uh, siblings and uh, mutilation. All that kind of stuff was pretty much restricted. So any continued use of that stuff on the site would lead you to being suspended. So, And what I kind of brought up with my video talking about that whole particular situation is that I believe that, yes, it's hard to make arguments to defend certain things. Yes, obviously some things are probably going to be more unacceptable for uh, unacceptable for certain people but in the end of the day the big problem that comes with that is yes it's very vague but the bigger issue is that it's technically another company telling you what you can and cannot do and that's the scary part it's the censorship it's the you're not allowed to have your own expression again whether you think that certain ones that are more hard to defend than others <laughs> whether what do you believe that or not it's still art and art being suspended in any way, shape, or form is a scary thing and something that shouldn't really happen. And again, like I said, that kind of transitions into this topic about, yes, does anime go too far? Is it problematic? And the stuff that it has within it, should they stop? I think everybody's going to know what our answer is on that, but we do want to explore it a little bit. So, Well, and it goes it goes into the bigger issue of when... When we talk about this, it, it really sucks that we have to put some kind of stupid disclaimer on there right. that, oh, no, we don't actually, uh, there's no qualification of, yeah, we actually are approving of this stuff. It's more along the lines of the issue at hand is the censorship issue. And yes, this is the thing that we I've, I've mentioned several times, but I've always kind of sugarcoated it in a way of it's it there's something bigger that's that's pushing a lot of these issues and now we're actually starting to see it in the forefront of yeah it's the banks that are doing a lot of this stuff they're they're they are using a a tool at their disposal to say you you if you want to have a good uh relationship with us then you need to do these things and it's in the forefront, it's this company that's doing that and whether or not they want to be involved in that and whether or not they are, they're appeasing or if they're appeasing the banks, that's irrelevant. The fact of the matter is something is happening. The business that you see in the forefront is doing this and now we are living with the repercussions. The issue is more along this. It's not so much whether or not you approve of this type of art or that type of art or whatever have you that is being pulled off. The issue is that, quote unquote, and I hate the that this is this phrase has been coined so often it's almost uh, pointless to use it, but it is very um, relevant to this. Is 
it may start with just this, but eventually, what is it when you're the one that is the something that you have to say and what you want to say that is important to you to say that somebody is telling you whether or not you can say that. It's not about whether or not these people back here are able to say it. It's eventually that power can be used on you. And that that was kind of what I was bringing up in the comment sections for my Pixiv video was like, it's not going to stop here. Like this is, if if you think that, oh, well... (laughs) I mean, yeah, I don't really like barnyard animals getting with people and I don't like this, you know, you know, the young characters, all that kind of stuff. I don't like this kind of stuff. And I'm like, that that's fine. I mean, everybody is is allowed to believe that it's not there's nothing wrong with you saying I don't like this. Even the whole aspect of mutilation, that's like some a lot of people could probably be okay with it. But it's like you, you have to realize that that's not it. Like, that's not going to be it. This is just okay, well, it's already in our, our terms agreements. So let's go ahead and enforce it now. And eventually it's going to turn into, well, yeah, we've seen this in it. We don't like it. All right, time to get rid of that. Oh, crap. You know, all right, guys, sorry, we, we can't have this on it either. It's not going to stop there. And like I said, the issue, the bigger issue, especially, and it's always prevalent in anime, especially in manga and light novels, is that gray area of when it, where is the boundary? What what is too young for a character? And okay, that character looks very Uzaki Chan. Prime example. And I I gave it in my video. Uzaki Chan's a prime example of is that allowed on Pixiv? Because there's going to be a lot of people that will say no. That's a young character, and technically, in the scheme of the show and the story, is that she's just very petite. That's that's the that's her thing. That's her style. So we're going to say that anybody that looks petite or is too short not allowed. Like where is the limit going to be? And I think the first moment you give that inch, they take a mile every single time. It is the moment that the me- Pixiv the muscle, gave that inch. The muscle mile. has been flexed. Yeah. And once that muscle has been flexed, that means that they have that muscle. They can use it whenever they want. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 really the point there. And it's it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. But like I said, it's not the entirety of this video is not or this uh, this this podcast is not about specifically Pixiv. It's just really kind of a a broader sense because I think that's. Let's be truthful. That was the original draw that I had to anime was the fact that it was so adult. It was so edgy. It was so in your face with things that normally, yes, growing up in the United States <laughs> wasn't something you see. And yes, growing up in a family that was very proper, it's like, wow, this stuff, this stuff is doing things that I had never seen on top. It was stuff that you've seen on things like, you know, if you watch Terminator or something like that, you, you've seen the violence in, in high action Hollywood movies, but you never really seen it here, which that was another joke to the whole pics of thing is like the banks are not okay with that, but they're okay with what Hollywood's doing with all of its inappropriate stuff that it has in its Hollywood movies. Um, sorry, side tangent. But no, it was like this thing that was doing crazy stuff. It was drawn, quote unquote, cartoons at the time. I was assuming it's a cartoon. But it was doing these violent things. It was Akira with the crazy violence that was in that and the protesting and the and the the terrorism and, and explosions and characters taken being taken out. And yes, showing pretty much everything of, of, of female characters, stuff like that. It was that was that was like that moment of going, whoa, that anime doesn't hold anything back. And this is crazy. And I'm sure that was the same experience that you had. I mean. Obviously, getting Tenchi Moyo and stuff like that even further, but yeah, <laughs> that was that was the that was the appeal. It wasn't, and yes, in my younger self, it was like, okay, this is just something that doesn't have filters. And at that time, it was like, 
I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. I'm watching something that I shouldn't be doing. I'm a young kid and I'm watching stuff that should be for adults. But again, at the time, I didn't know it was for adults. That was the whole, that was the thing I couldn't wrap my mind around. And I think even still to this day, people don't wrap their, wrap their minds around. Anime isn't just for kids. Right. It's it's for a broader audience. And I would argue there's a lot of stuff that was technically aimed for kids that was in the older generation of anime that... Yes, technically had all the extra stuff in it. They didn't hold a lot of things back. I mean, Gundam was eventually, and, and early on as well, aimed towards children. They wanted to sell Gunpla and stuff like that. It was a cash cow. But yet you had, you know, nudity and stuff like that in that show. So it never held anything back. It was always adult with pretty much everything that you watched. And it, it was a stark difference to what we had in the West. In a lot of, in a lot of ways, um, the art... And we've kind of touched on this before when we've talked about art and, and its and its original intent and stuff like that in some of our previous podcasts, which are the quote unquote controversial podcasts. It's the 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 intent of the artist is is very crucial. Um and I believe we've talked about the idea of the subconscious coming out of um things when they do do their artwork. The point of art in a lot of ways is to, um, yes, tell a story, but it's also a way for the original art artist to explore things in their mind, um, try to get um, different ideas in their, in their mind out. Um, so there is a lot of subconscious involved in this. And then when we, as the consumer of that artwork, um, explore that, yes, we are going along with them in that, in that journey of exploring different things. Um, some of the things that we're, we're, we're eventually going to probably talk about is, is things that going to what Andrew was kind of pointing at, uh, uh, talking about is the idea of exploring these ideas in a safe kind of controlled situation. You don't, for instance, you're not going to go out and have relations with your, um, your, uh, family member more than likely. I, some, some people (laughs) may do that, but that's correct himself. He can't help himself, but correct himself. (laughs) But it's, it's one of those things is like, most general, the general consensus is that's not something that you should do. So you would, in in effect, you're um, basically exploring that. The artist is exploring that idea. You explore that uh, that idea through the process of tearing, uh, going through that story. It's it's one of those things that it's whether you agree with it or not, it's there. And it's it's one of those frustrating things. If you take that away, it's it's like the the forbidden apple in a lot of cases. If you don't have it in front of you, or if it's forbidden from you, you're more likely to go upon it. And I'm not saying that these stories make it to where it's safe for everybody. No, it's not. It's 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 a way to let that go. Um, that 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 aspect. I don't know. And I'm, I don't. I don't claim to exp- understand anything but uh, i i think that's one of those one, one of the ideas that i have for a video here soon enough is this idea of really exploring the idea of fetishizing something that you normally won't have in the real world and it was a topic that was kind of brought up on the discord because people were talking about specifically um you know syscon brocon kind of stuff and where 
anybody that the the common statement that a lot of people have whenever that that's that particular type of genre comes up is oh i have a sister i could never even think about getting with her and it's like yeah but you don't realize it's like everything else that fetishizes some sort of aspect of a archetype and whatnot nobody honestly wants a sundere or a yeah even a sundere a yandere that's a prime example nobody really wants a yandere but Anime and storytelling will give you that that fetishized version of it to explore. You don't really well, want some the... chick that wants to take out anybody that you talk to, but that's... it's it's kind of interesting to see the story about, man, this girl really, really, really likes this guy, and I kind of like it. But and again, in actuality, you don't. Same thing with the Siskan Brocon thing. Yes, if you if you have experience with it, you you know the ins and outs of why it it won't really work. But for anybody else, it's a fetishization and a almost a romanticizing of that idea that you don't have to ex- actually explore firsthand because you don't really want to. There's there's aspects I, and that 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 in particular, I, I think that fits in the same pretty much the same category as the femme fatale, the um, the giant woman with uh, what it, what is Lady Demetrius and and. Uh, Stuff like that. I mean, it's 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 weird because I mean we've we've talked about the idea of the Siskan Brocon and the, that's that's childhood friend taken to the next level. There's there's so many different things that these these aspects that if you if you boil them down to these 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 crucial aspect or these these very fine details, you can see where they're the the it's 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 that start and then it it's it's leveled up from there like. Um, like I said, the childhood friend. What's the next level of childhood friend? The literally the person, who, the 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 person who's next to you your entire life. Uh, that's the only one that can be closer than your it's childhood a sister, friend. Your and sister. then it's the mom, and then your mom. Yeah, <laughs> the mom's about the the furthest point you can get to. It's it's it's, and then it's yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yourself. I've seen that one done. Um, or or twin. Uh, now would mom be further than the yourself because? It takes a while before you're conscious of yourself, and your mother would be conscious of you even before you're conscious of yourself. So I guess mm-hmm. it's still mother is the the biggest one. There's, I mean, there's a, each one of those. If you take them, take them down and boil them down to their essence, each one of them are they're 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 archetypes in a weird way. They're 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 ideas, and just breaking those those ideas down and what is is it and. Uh, when it comes down to it, they're all the same. It's like uh, Lady Demetrius and 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 Yandere's. It's all the femme fatale uh, idea. Um, what is um, uh, the the concubine and the harem and all that those things? They all fit in the same category of I want to be la- I want affection lavished upon me. So yeah, yeah. I think that's what usually comes down to with the Yandere is it's just that idea of somebody just absolutely devoted like no matter what they again technically would kill for you so it again gives you that that idea of something that you really would love but again in practice you don't really want unless you just don't have anybody that you know <laughs> i guess a young day would be fine because you don't have to worry about ever looking at anybody else but again it's that aspect of like walking down the street and then you talk to the you know the you talk to the cashier and and then you find out later on the cashier disappeared you don't want that <laughs> you don't really want that um, but it works. Um, but no, I, I guess to continue on here, I did have one other aspect. I think it was one of those ones that kind of made me want to re-bring up the subject, and it was Eden Deity's No Only Peace. I think when that show aired, 
one of the statements that I made was the the idea of something that's problematic, but it's problematic to a purpose. And I think the aspect that the writer of Eden Deities, the the original writer, they don't have any filters. And this, of course, is the same writer that did Interspecies Reviewers. And I think that there is an element that, again, from the outside looking in, and especially for the general public that doesn't understand anime or doesn't look into it, it is problematic. Because there's nothing that they see in it that is of value to them. Nothing in there gives them some indication of purpose or some broader idea of artistic value. And yes, you can argue those same people in the general public watch other things that have no value to it technically. They watch, let's say for a random example, some random Pixar movie. If you think about it, yes, it has some warm feelings somewhere in there, but what value did it create for the general public? It doesn't create any value. All entertainment technically in the end doesn't really, for the most part, create value for the whole. But when you look at things individually from the perspective of the inside, again, from an anime uh, fan, somebody that likes to get into things like Eden Deities or Interspecies Reviewers, I find value in it in that it... The best way that I put it, that I put in my notes, is it's a better way to expand your mind. I think there's a great value to something that explores something that you would never think you'd ever think about. The idea of, yes, for example, Interspecies Reviewers... It's an anime about a it's a fantasy world and they're going to different you know houses for different people that give <laughs> I'm trying to dance around YouTube screw YouTube um, going to different of these um, basically red light district and there's nothing but obviously creatures of the fantasy world there's cat girls and all that kind of stuff and it's exploring how they in the mechanics service of that that was how what? it works <laughs> and the the creative thing that comes from that, and again, the idea that expands your mind is to really explore something that is just so out of the norm that it opens up your mind and your imagination. And I think that's a very valuable very valuable thing that we don't really see anymore in writing because everybody's so afraid and they're trying to stay into this these confines of what the public will accept. You don't expand your imagination and your mind by exploring weird things that are out of the norm. And yes, you can say, I'm just giving an excuse for a bunch of raunchy stuff, but it was exactly what I was looking for. Again, this writer doesn't have those boundaries. And I, and I explored that thoroughly with Eden Deity's No Only Peace because that show is super without filters. They, they go places that are really upsetting and really wrong, but it's all for the purpose and the logic of that world. Like I mentioned when I did my review, you essentially have all these quote-unquote deities, these Edens, and they should be protecting the humans of the world because they're these deities, but they don't. They just let things happen. And they keep exploring this idea of, well, why didn't you stop them from invading us and, and destroying everything and, yes, taking all of our women and doing terrible things with them? Why, why would we? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't comprehend them. But these terrible things were happening, it doesn't comprehend them. And then you get into the side of the actual devils and demons of that world, and guess what? They're doing exactly that. They're doing devil and demon things. They don't care what they do to the humans. And it goes into that and it shows it. And I, and I love the writer for doing that because I think if they didn't do that, it wouldn't make sense to the logic of the world. In a lot of ways, uh, I mean, and that's, and that's the thing that, that I, I wish I could um, quantify better is the idea of 
because uh, one of the one of the uh, first anime that we watched in one of them, it's not the first, was Ghost in a Shell. Um, um, Armitage the Third does the same thing, where it explores ideas that ideals that you don't really even consider. What what would you do if um, if cyborgs were able to uh, uh, reproduce? That that is a very very odd thing to even consider because you're not we're not even talking we're we're talking about the idea of of um, merging humans with the uh, robots in in this time frame but we're not actually there yet and why wh- why would you not why wouldn't we be talking about the idea of um, procreation being through through um, through through cyborgs. Some some other shows have done that. Um, what was the the um, the movie a while back with um, Millennial Man did the same thing? Where uh, should should cyborgs have receive? Um, is it was it Millennial Man? I don't know. What you're talking about Bicentennial Man was the one with the with the the comedian and he um, he was a um, cyborg and he um, they they at towards the end of it he was getting human rights or rights as a being Robin Williams, Robin Williams. And it's stuff like that. It's, it's, we, we need to explore these ideals. Yeah. It's, it's easier to point at the, 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 the ideas that you don't really like, but these ideas need to be explored and art is the best way to explore it because you really don't want to explore it in real life. Um, it, it's it's stuff like that. Uh, I it, it's hard to explain because it sounds like we are justifying these things, but no. In in actuality, we're saying that we need to explore these ideas more along the lines of what what boundaries should we be placing on these things, um, and are the boundaries justified? We need to have those boundaries because it 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 helps us to. Dangerous ideas are the essence of um, that. It, it, it's, is you have to have those ideas. We have to um, acknowledge that those ideas are out there, and we need to know where those boundaries are and why those boundaries are in place. If we don't, murder is, an, is, is, is something that everybody um, not necessarily may experience, but we are all aware of of the idea of one person taking the life of another person. It's an idea that we need to know where the boundaries are so that we can say, okay, I need to stop at this point. If I do not stop at this point, I lose my humanity. What is humanity? We need to explore that idea. What what makes us a person? What makes us a good person? What makes us a bad person? Um, and exploring those ideas and understanding who you are as a person is crucial. Yeah, I think that's funny that that's one of those few remaining things, especially in Western media, that is still accepted. Like, we're still accepted to have in our quote-unquote entertainment stories about taking another person's life. And I think that you can make an argument that the reason why we all understand why it's not good and why it's so scary is because we experience it through entertainment. Entertainment shows us that. And sadly, it's come to this point where we've ex- we've chosen what is allowed to be explored and what is not allowed to be explored. And that's when we get into the weeds about, yes, it's hard to make 
we're going to get into it later more in detail later on, but getting into the aspects of where it goes too far and, again, technically fetishizes it, that's where it's harder to really justify. But again, I make an argument that exploring that is exactly what should actually happen in order to know what is right and what is wrong. And then if it makes you uncomfortable to walk away from it. That's what we say. All, I mean, you can make the argument for pretty much everything here that we're going to be talking about in this entire podcast. Yes, uh, a person forcing themselves on another person. If you're a person that has experienced that, you probably don't want to see it because it's going to probably trigger that relapse of what you went through, that 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 traumatic experience that you went through. And that goes for everything else. Technically, yes, even taking the life of another person. Most people that experience somebody attacking somebody near them or something like that, or you know, unfortunately, I forbid it, they did it themselves. They don't want to watch it because then that's going to re-pull those memories back out. It's a case to make with everything. But again, it's it's all in what they choose to allow to explore and don't choose to allow to explore or allow, even even allow it to happen. That's where we get into this big kind of um, almost uh, crossing roads that we need to choose now whether we're going to allow them to push that stuff away because it hasn't really fully hit anime. I can make some arguments later on that that's not the case anymore, but they've almost kind of fully, they haven't quite gotten its its tendrils into anime, but with this growing trend of overseas sales happening um, for distribution and that increasing how much the anime industry itself is making, it's going to come to a point where we're going to have to actually stand up and push back against that because it's going to start hitting anime. Yeah, I mean, it, we've we've already seen the first signs of it, and it, and it's one of those things that it's like when when we were talking about the idea of um, a lot of this stuff being altered back when we were first seeing the signs of it um, with with Funimation and stuff like that, and it, we were like, it's it's not so much whether or not they're doing it back there; it's that at some point they have the power and. We we were pointing at it then, and now we're we're it's here, and and now we have these conglomerations coming together, and the power that they have now is monumental. And, and that's the sad thing is that it, when it happens, there's a good chance it's not Funimation, Crunchyroll, Sony's choice. And this is something that you can probably make an argument for something like uh, PlayStation Network and PlayStation being coming over to the United, United States. It's probably more a fact that the banks themselves are probably telling them yeah. to stop. They want the money. They want to sell whatever you want to buy. They're a company. They, they'll sell you, you know, pictures of, I don't know, dogs eating, you know, carrots. As long as it sells. But if the bank says, no, don't sell pictures of dogs eating carrots. And they're like, oh, okay can't do that no more people um but they're not going to say that's the problem then they won't they can't say and that's that's the difficulty that you face so i think to kind of expand on that subject about those boundaries and going over that and exploring it i think a prime example that i've had here recently was easily higahiro higahiro was that show that was creating controversy and i'm like i don't understand why this is creating controversy because yes it is exploring the idea of a the age gap basically between two characters, but it was doing it in a very respectful way. Yes, it has the, I guess the the fetishizing of it in there. This idea of this girl trying to trying to desperately get this guy to sleep with her, but at the same time he wasn't. He never crossed that line. 
she was in front of him bearing all and he's going, no, I'm not going to do that. And it, 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 it delved into a subject that would not normally be covered. This idea of this girl felt like she had to give herself to everybody to pay to sleep somewhere, sleeping with her, uh, paying with her body. And he was the one, the first person to finally tell her, no, you don't have to do that. I'm doing this because I don't want you out there doing that. It's exactly why you're here is because I don't want you to do that. He wanted to protect her. And there was that age gap there. And yes, the broader picture in Japan specifically, what that was bringing up with this idea of that's illegal. Like her being there, even if he's trying to protect her, is illegal. She cannot be in that house because he's not a relative or anything of her, guardian or anything. And he was doing something that was extremely dangerous in the in the laws of Japan. But all we could see over here was this is trying to say, get with some young girl, get with a schoolgirl. This is this is terrible. This is problematic. And I'm like, but it's exploring the concept of something that is wrong, but it's in a gray area that's trying to tell a story that is generally somebody being a good person. <laughs> like it's generally just a guy being a good person. Now, like if every like like with everything, you know, bunny drop and all. If it does something worse than the light novel and the source material going forward from the anime, fine. But <laughs> at its moment, and even if that, this was still exploring something that should technically be explored to not demonize every single person that's willing to say, this girl needs help and I can't not help her just because the laws tell me I'm going to be personally in danger. She still needs help. It's doing the good thing despite the fact that the entire society would come down upon you. It's a good – it's technically something that should be explored even if you shouldn't do it in reality. So, Yeah, and that's, and that's a, good, a good thing to kind of point out is the idea of when, when we, we, we discuss a lot of the boundary aspects of what is, what is good and what is evil per se – you you look at some of these things and you're and you're like okay I can see um, there's the the aspect of society and as a whole and what is what is considered bad because by all accounts that that idea is to protect the child the idea is that you don't allow a youngster with a uh, an older person. Um, and that protects the child. But what if the child, if they're the place where they're supposed to be safe is not safe. Um, you can't, um, you can't just let them be out on their own where they're like Andrew was saying everywhere else that they've gone is, is not protecting her. And so this one person who the, who society would look at and without any questions would just come right on down on him. And that's that's something that needs to be explored. That's, those those are the ideas that that we need to explore. Those ideas of and and the the Andrew keeps bringing up the fetish, fetishization thing, and um, <laughs> why? Well, no, I I think <laughs> I just that, like that how is you corrected that. It sounded like you're on. He keeps doing well, it. Well, I I I wasn't pronouncing it properly, and I was trying to fix it. Federization. Um, the fetization. Fetization. That's, that's our no that's our new YouTube safe word is fetization or federization. Um the, like the barn animals. That is an aspect of or co a 
table. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what is a solution to that. I really don't. Because in a lot of ways, they use that both as an aspect to kind of um, tantalize the viewer. Um, and at the same time, I it's, it's, it's a tool that is there for the cell. I get that. Does it make it right? I don't know that it does. But at the same time, I understand why it's there. That's, that's a difficulty that we face in our entire discussion about the artist's intent, is this idea of, do you know if he's intended this for a good reason or not? Is it to show what he was technically going through in order to, what he gave up? Like, literally, like, this girl is standing in front of him exposing all. What he, like, to show his his desire to, what he's dealing with, essentially. What temptation is before him, and he still chose to say no. Sure. Or... And again, you can argue it in the anime that at least what we're seeing is like all these really close up shots of each side of her as it's showing that he's giving this up. And it's like, but from our perspective, not his perspective, we're seeing every side of her. Is it good or wrong? And then that goes to the argument about things like Goblin Slayer, seeing that whole opening sequence, which literally tells you why he wants to take these goblin, why he's Goblin Slayer. Would you know that deep rooted anger? That he has without seeing that. But again, is that just to show a bunch of goblins on a bunch of girls? We don't know. <laughs> you can't really say. But either one way or the other, is it okay? That's the question mark. Well, it's like, um, I uh, I personally, um, when I was doing a lot of research for the whole LollyCon thing, um, I did go ahead and uh, listen to the audiobook for Lolita. And I when I walked away from that book, I was like, I, I don't like this book. I really honestly don't. It's, <laughs> when I walked away, it's, I said, I don't like this. It's it's one of those things. Chris's of, stamp of disapproval. Um, it's one of those things that in. But you still want it to exist, right? Yes. It's it's a dangerous idea book. It, it, it really is. And this this is why I was why I talk about the whole idea of dangerous ideas need to be there. We need to be able to listen to the dangerous ideas, understand them. How do you and, know evil unless you can see it? Yes. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's funny because when I went through that book, um, I, after coming away from it, I, I, I don't think it was necessarily fetishized. The book itself is, um, almost effectively a guy, um, justifying his actions in his own mind. And that was the frustrating thing about it is whether because effectively what he was the the whole idea of the book when all is said and done he was basically the entire time saying that she was coming on to him and that that's the frustrating thing is just like what andrew was talking about there's there there's the contrast between the two this guy was saying she was coming on to me that guy um the one that andrew's talking about is saying yeah she was she she's through a product of her own experiences, she thinks that she needs to do this. And so therefore, um, he has to put the brakes. The, the two in contrast to each other, this guy did it right. The guy in, in the Lolita book was obviously giving, giving into it and pretending like that was justified because she did it. Um, taking all of the, um, the burden of the, um, what's the what's the term? The burden of the responsibility, taking that that responsibility off of him as the older adult that should be 
um, doing something about that situation and saying, oh, well, I can't do anything. Woe is me. I'm, I'm, I have no, no, uh, willpower of my own. And it's, it's, that's the thing that, yes, that's a dangerous idea book, but you need to understand there is a responsibility factor involved in this. And Higehiro, obviously he did the right thing in saying, look, you don't have to do this. This is just a, this is a, a sanctuary for you. This is a place where you're safe. And Lolita, obviously, he took full advantage of it. So take it for what it is. Yeah, it's it's a scary uh, subject in general. And like I said, it, it's it's difficult when you say, and, and I understand there's an element of the wrong minds reading it is the problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the bigger picture that I, I, which sadly is never really brought up in a lot of these arguments. It's not like we need to get rid of this because some people that aren't right-minded will see it and go, oh, I could totally see myself doing that. It's it's more of an aspect of they just they think these things aren't shouldn't be allowed. Stop them, and I and I think if they would honestly if they would put it into a, a a statement of for that reason, it would be harder for me to to disagree because in the general scape scope of things, it should be something that people should be allowed to check out. And again, I make the the other argument of the idea that we're perfectly fine with violence and and other things to be in our mediums, but these things aren't. That's where it gets really difficult. And yes, you can make the argument that it's, you know, the violence versus, you know, our our most sacred and must be protected the most. <laughs> That's the, uh, the the stark difference there. But we're even involving this violence and stuff, including these same exact um, area of, of of age group and whatnot. So it, it's a it's a, def- a difficult subject in overall. And like we've said at the very beginning, it's. It's something that's hard to really even talk about because you're saying essentially – because some people will see that you're saying that you want that. It's more of a, it should exist and it is a and, – and it's the best form for it to exist into because this is art and it isn't real. It's not real. These aren't real characters. That was the whole point I was making about the whole Pixar thing. It's like these technically don't exist. They're talking about you know uh, aspect of art. Art, again, stills depicting – you know, forcing one person upon another or forcing harm upon another person or, again, uh, Siscon Brocon stuff. And it's like, but one, how do you get consent? How do you, are you getting consent forms for each one of these characters that are involved in the art? Or one, or the other one is, are you getting blood tests for all the characters depicted in the art itself? Like, where where are we going with this? Like, how do you, how do you put upon art, drawings, this this concept of right and wrong and consent and and all this other stuff it doesn't make any sense because again these these are still technically drawn characters and yes i i do believe that when it does go into the art form of storytelling or goes into the realm of anime animation with voicing and stuff like that it makes it more a depiction of something that exists because you're supposed to get lost in your stories you're supposed to have some semblance that you believe what is happening is happening. Otherwise, you don't get the impact of what's happening. Again, with Higehiro, him turning her down and saying, I just want you to have a place where you're safe, that's, yeah, you get the heartwarming feeling. You get that sense of this guy is doing something right. You wouldn't normally get that if you're th- saying, oh, well, it's just two drawn characters changing frames, and that that character changing frames pushed away this other 
uh, caricature that's drawn frames, and she her frames change to where she's going back a little bit. <laughs> it is technically going for a story and a reality, but again, putting those those boundaries is where I guess we just don't agree. <laughs> I for for some people just don't agree. And it was so great that Higuhiro when it aired, I believe the same season they had Koikimo. And Koikimo was the opposite. Koikimo was a guy going after a girl. And or an adult male going after a, 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 a high schooler. And that one, I was like, at the end, I'm like, I can't really excuse this. Like, this is literally doing that. But again, it was a concept that it was exploring that I think that should be explored. And, and I don't necessarily deem it as something that shouldn't exist. And I think if you don't like it, don't watch it. Just like I said before, with the whole having some sort of post-traumatic uh, stress with certain subjects, you shouldn't look at it. But it should, it should still exist there. Again, to the point, you should always know what evil is. And you don't know what evil is unless you can actually see it. Having people tell you is completely different than saying, yeah, i seen this and I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. In some cases, that's the point. <laughs> In some cases, that's actually the point. But again, it's hard to justify it when you technically do see, in some cases, it's fetishizing it. It's obviously going for that. It's obviously saying, look, he got the girl and she's younger than him. Isn't that great? Look at her. She's so cute and stuff like that. It's difficult. And it, Well, and it, one of the things that instead of saying no to the discussion of it, we should really be talking about more along the lines of where are those boundaries instead of this, this is the, the, the frustrating, the frustration that I have with a lot of this by just flat out saying, no, this is not, this should not exist. Um, we're completely, um, discounting the idea of actually exploring those boundaries and saying, this is where the boundary should be. Um, my 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 biggest argument for this is is that um, we have a lot of hot topic idea uh, things that are out in the open that us as a society are quote unquote exploring for lack of a better term and there's opinions all over the board in all of these and at this moment we are at these really high tension points of one side or the other and no there is no in between on these. And yeah, there's a lot of firebomb throwing everywhere. Um, and instead of it, it's in, instead of actually saying, okay, let's actually talk about this on a, on a rational scale. Instead, we're saying that person is flat out evil, period. And this is the issue. I'm trying not to go into any of these, but a lot of these, these things that we're discussing here are those kinds of issues where... Um, because nobody's actually discussed it, we, we just flat out have said, no, this is a, this is a taboo subject. And so therefore no, there is no discussion on it. No, we actually do need to talk about it. That's the main reason why we're in this issue of everybody is evil, period. If you are not me, you are therefore evil. You have to agree with everything I say, otherwise you're evil. And this is the issue that we have come to is now nobody can talk to each other. Yeah, that's 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 really in general, most of the stuff that you really face. And it, it is one of the aspects of like there was a time where people would constantly pop up and say, you know, I I, I think that you and Chris should uh, disagree more or you should you should get in more debates about things because we typically whenever we get to a point where 
I, I think we know when the other one's like, yeah, I don't agree with that. And we usually kind of shut down pretty quickly. It's because I think we are so inundated in the public sphere of these pointless arguments going back and forth on social media and stuff like that. It's kind of disinf- it's it's it makes you not want to get in those topics. You don't you don't want to get in debate because it just feels like I see it everywhere and I just want to I just want to go, okay, yeah, sure. Like you just you just kind of shut down very quickly because it's just it's exhausting to see it left and right and that's Obviously, why a lot of the cases, if there's any sort of political talk whatsoever on our Discord, it's like, please don't. Like, just just don't. <laughs> just don't because I don't want it even here because people just don't – they are not rational when it comes to things like that. And it's a sad thing because, yes, we'd love to talk about that stuff. Which people don't people don't stay rational about the things. And I, and I do agree that it kind of shuts down the, 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 the topics that we're technically talking about here. This idea that you can't – it's either it's either yes or no. And without being in that gray area with other discussion, you don't really dig into things in in the further details and see that there is sad to say benefits. <laughs> There's benefits to thing. And well, I hate that I say sad to say because that's what I have to do. Well, like I mentioned earlier, it, everything can be boiled down to certain aspects. Um, greater these greater arguments can can be had. But the issue is, is that we we have these arbitrary lines and those arbitrary lines, there's there's a there's a boiled down essence that we need to actually discuss. But unfortunately, because we 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 get it up at this this upper level argument of that is period. Well, no, there's there's more to it than just that is period. Um, it, we need to actually discuss that that actual um essence of the issue um and it's it's really hard to stay out of any any big argument because of that that issue of try to see what the the essence of the argument is and and rather than actually we stay surface level most of the time yeah rather than rather than actually say that is period let's get down to explore the idea in your head and find out why it is that you hold um, I've actually discussed with a couple of people on, on Discord the idea of narratives. I despise narratives. Um, I, I, I know that people are trying to steer your, your, your feelings in certain ways. Those feelings are not necessarily... You may, you may be surprised that that's not actually your feeling. Find out what it is down deep the essence of what it is that bothers you. Explore that idea yourself. Then you may understand why it is that you're bothered by such and such. Then you, you'll have more, um, more strength in your arguments if you understand why you came to the conclusion that you did. Yeah, Chris should watch more violent shows because he needs to explore the concept of, of cute girls dying more. <laughs> He's like, okay. oh, no, I've already experienced enough. <laughs> I have experienced plenty. Um, so this whole discussion went a lot more serious and direct than I thought it would. I had like all these extra sections to get into in regards to, you know, is anime problematic? So I, I guess we could try to get some. I, again, we've technically hit most of these, but I did kind of break it down into, I guess, different different areas of anime that I think most people see as quote unquote problematic and Let's let's get the first one out of the way because we got to get it out of the way. It's etchy, etchy in anime um, or anything that's lewd 
is obviously extremely problematic and shouldn't exist in anime. And I, and I think that does, I think every single one of these goes into the broader subject of people just viewing anime as being cartoons, shows for children, so they shouldn't have this kind of stuff in it. But again, we're coming from perspective of people that understand that anime is for everybody. Like, <laughs> light novels, manga, and anime is has their demographics that they shoot for, and a lot of it is technically adult. You're not really getting into the realm of children's shows, where we don't technically cover most of it, but you obviously have things like Pokemon and stuff like that that's going for that. But the inclusion of Echi, you're typically, unless it's an older show, like I said before, you're typically going for a show that's aimed at an adult or older teens to adults type demographic. And so it does obviously justify itself in the idea that that's there for that particular reason. Now, the question, the the issue that obviously comes from that is when you do have shows like Strike Witches, which again has younger looking characters and it is etchy. And I, I think that's going to be the, again, the area that is obviously it's hard to really justify. Again, it goes to artist's intent. It goes to the broader scope of um, who is it harming and technically fetishization of younger characters is hard to really justify, but that is something that exists and it's quote unquote problematic. I'm going to say this right up straight. I'm laying down the law. You leave my panty shots and my uh, <laughs> nip slips alone. Um, I, as as one of my favorite uh, uh, users on Discord changed that their name to uh, sign Chris up for Etchy. Um, y- yeah. No, um, when it comes down to it, this is... I, I think that I mentioned this on, on the Peter Pan, uh, Payne um, interview is I... I love uh, comic mischief, and and that that is one of the things that I think should honestly be kind of left alone. Is I I think that there is an an aspect to um, the, the because etchy to me is one of the absolute just it's it's genuine fun, uh, and, and yes, I understand the the fetishization of the. I have a real hard time with that word. Um, <laughs> I said federizing. Um, I, I I understand the idea of the um, younger character, younger looking characters, and, and that that line being blurred. But this is one of those that is the probably the most difficult uh, of all of them is because I I I do draw a line at etchy as far as this is my personal line. This and and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand probably to that, um, it, that line of etchy no more, um, I I do not I think that I it's 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 one of those that is very very difficult lines to, um, because th- look at it this way okay, children um are exploring they 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 want to explore the world. Um, I, I, I have a hard time with the fetishization of it. Um, but when it comes down to it, children are very unaware they're innocent. And I think that it's natural for that aspect. However, like I said, I think that etchy as, as far as you should go, um, the, the mischief of it, I, I think is natural. I do not think that you should take that any farther than that. And that's that's as far as I am okay with. Um, 
any anything more than that is when you start going into trying to justify something that really should not be justified. Like we've talked about, it's not something that it's one of those hard lines that we as people, um, adults, we should say this far and no more. Um, and for every person, it's probably going to be um, different. But we should have, and this, like I said, this is my personal opinion, etchy and no more, is as far as it goes. There is people who are more conservative. Some that are trying to say that they that it should go all the way. That's not my 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 wheelhouse. My wheelhouse is etchy and no farther. Um, so take that for what it is, but when it comes down to it, etchy is one of those things that, like I said, it's comic mischief. I love that being in my stories. I want a character to have that once in a while. It's real to life. Some of it's a little bit more exaggerated, but that's the point of animation (laughs) is it's exaggerated. Girl falling down the stairs and and scissored him in the face. Yes. (laughs) It's all exaggerated because that's what it is. It is, uh, Anime, anime in itself, it, the the point of it is the exaggeration of real life. Entertainment is the exaggeration of real life. Comedy is the exaggeration of real life. Nobody fully expects that um, uh, uh, a uh, a lucky lecher is real in real life. I wish I was a lucky lecher. I life would be so much more fun for me, but I'm not. Um, but I can see the guy that sings the Kaguya-sama Love is War OP as being a lucky lecture. We just don't see it. <laughs> like he's he's the guy that like he stands on the stage and all the girls are like, I can't wait to trip. <laughs> he just seems like that guy. No, and I I, I kind of I'm a, I'm in agreement with you. And I think the biggest problem that comes from the stuff is that it's just it's the product of the I guess the popularity of a certain age group. And the idea that Japan is kind of obsessed with youth. They're obsessed with the idea of the high school days. And this goes in that bigger discussion that we've had previously on the podcast, this idea that, yes, technically in Japan, once you hit adulthood and you go to work, that's your life. And so there's a lot of people that just seek to relive their youth. They seek to see those joyous days of being at school. So a lot of shows, a lot of stories are centered around school because that was the only point in which they technically as a society deem as you having freedom that was the last point in which before you got the shackles of business placed upon you and so they don't view that a character that's working has freedom to do crazy things explore love um go to another fantasy world all that kind of stuff that youth is was their point of freedom and they lose it when they go to work. And so a product of that is you have a lot of stories centered around school days. They're still in you know junior high. They're still in high school or whatever. And yes, I kind of see that being a product of that. But again, I guess I just kind of have this disconnection when I watch a lot of those shows, the idea of them being super young. Because yes, technically a lot of these characters are depicted of being a lot more grown and a lot more mature than they technically should be. And so it, it creates that kind of disconnect there that I think I have for the most part. And I kind of agree with you. Any further than that, it kind of gets in that area of I don't personally go after it, but it kind of exists in that area. Um, and beyond that, like I said, technically, when you do get into shows that are more older characters, it's it's a lot more easy to accept. Etchy and all that kind of stuff, have at it. Have it all over the place. <laughs> or, yes, technically having cases where it's not really 
defined ages in other worlds where it's a little bit more easier to deal with. So, uh, but I think overall, my general sense is it's like, yeah, etchy, sure, it should be there. It's it's fun, especially if it's comedic. Uh, Immoral Guild's a prime example. I'm just having a huge heyday, <laughs> enjoying and laughing at the absurdity of the etchy that's in that show. You can make an argument for things like Renai uh, flops and stuff like that uh, for the most part. It's just, it's good, it's good humor, good humor, fun, and again, in the response to an earlier discussion, it's not necessarily harming anything by it existing. It's just there. Watch it or don't watch it. That's what we typically say whenever we do our reviews and stuff. It's like, it's got this, there's plenty of this, don't like it, don't watch it. If you like it, sure. <laughs> it's there if you want it or not kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of where I fall with that whole thing. And yeah, I, I still agree with things like Strike Witches where it's just kind of depicting of being much more younger, it it does get in that area of difficulty. And I think this kind of ports right into the next topic, which is the focus on youth, which I've technically already just kind of divulged all my thoughts process on that with the whole aspect of the age group and Japan and and their, their look at youth all the time. Um, it kind of transitioned to things that are... I There is a point where I have had times where I'm like, I wish this wasn't here. And... Tenchi 3P um, is a prime example. Angel 3P was a show where I'm like, it's got kind of a cute, heartwarming subject in here. It's this idea of a bunch of orphan girls that are trying to draw attention to their orphanage, the church, and they feel they can bring people in, they can give funding to the church, and it'll stay open. This is a place that they they adore. This is a place that they're, this is their home. And so it gets in the whole idea that they want to create a band, and they want to draw people in with their their performance and everything. And then suddenly bath scene and i'm like <laughs> i can't suggest this to anybody there's like a there's a point which is like it's Whoa. like this is a cool story and then the etchy happens and it's very young characters and you're like oh, crap like like suddenly i can't suggest i mean technically that's the case with things like you know mushoko tensei where it's like i can technically explain it but at the same time it makes it very difficult to suggest people to because in a broader scheme um obviously people that are anime fans are like yeah i expect that when i watch anime so i'm perfectly fine with it but well, it, again, it's the, like, would I would love to watch, would I love, like, say, my grandma to watch Angel 3P because it's so adorable and it's got this heartwarming thing in the middle. I can't unless I can, I don't know, I rip it to my computer and I rip out these scenes because this is going to make well, you like, had the, why are you watching this? We had the same problem with uh, Listen to Me, uh, uh, Girls, I'm Your yeah. Father. Is, it is, was perfectly heartwarming was perfect. until that guy shows up. Until the guy shows up. The enabler. It's... um. And, and and we've we we Andrew's talked about all the time because I didn't actually finish the the manga, but uh, Money Drop is is it's absolutely fantastic show. Um, and then there's this thing Just that the happens Just after the, the um, after the show. There there is the aspect of, um, but again with Bunny Drop, it explores the what if. Not that I like it. It explores the what. Orimo did the same thing. It explores the what if. Not that I like it, but explores the what if. No, there there was only Kuroneko, so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and and that's that's what we're talking about when it comes down to it. If you don't expand your thinking on it, how are you going to be able to argue about it? What what if you don't feel like you? I, I've I've made the argument several times. Understand your 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 opponent's argument, whether you agree with their their ideas or not. Do you understand what their what their problem is? Do you understand why they have a problem with um, etchy? 
I have very much very clear idea of why they don't like edgy. I have a very clear idea of the people who are arguing for uh, younger characters. I understand why they want that. Whether or not I agree with it is irrelevant. I have my line and I understand why I believe I have my line. And it's as, as simple as that. I do not agree with um, what happened at the end of uh, Bunny Drop. Doesn't matter the people who who um, who are okay with the ending of Bunny Drop. Do I understand their their opinion on the matter? To also kind of wrap up this this particular category, something I forgot to kind of mention with the whole idea of the the age group they're kind of obsessed with in Japan. I I think it's also like one of those products of like anything above fourteen's old as dirt like <laughs> i absolutely hate that idea that if anything is above four i mean what is it like age of retirement is 20 for, <laughs> for anime characters it's like it, they're kind of just stuck in that area and it and it sucks but again i think it's just the fact that they they view that that is the age group of discovery and it is technically when you're in your teens and yes technically still in your 20s that is the only point in which you're you're more open-minded you're willing to change. You can have character development, whereas somebody that's older, you're not really going to see those developments. I mean, prime example of something like uh, Showa Genroku. You have technically a, a segment of that story of Showa Genroku Raku Shinju. You have a younger person with this old uh, senpai, this guy that's going to train him Rakugo. And this younger guy wants him to pass down, you know, pass down his knowledge in Rakugo. So you have the guy that literally is young enough that he can change. And then you have the guy that's literally so stuck in his ways. That's the whole point of the story is that dude is stuck in his ways. And he will be stuck in that way all the way to the end of the story before it finally gets pounded in his head. That's the point. There you can change. There you're kind of stuck in your way. You figured things out kind of thing. An older person has things figured out. And you can say that's an aspect of being wise. They've figured it out or they've already explored a lot of those ideas. And yes, you can say that in a lot of cases, the younger one can teach them something new, teach an old dog new tricks. But in tip, in most cases, seeing significant changes in an older character doesn't make any sense if you think about it. So it makes sense to why, again, a lot of stories are kind of more younger characters. Um, which, yes, and whenever I do have a story where it's like college year characters and stuff, it's like, yay, finally, like Uzaki-chan, it's like, yay, golden time. Oh my gosh, we're actually getting adult characters. Um, I argue I want more. I want more characters that are in the older uh, stages. But again, I think it's just because they're trying to lock in that younger demographic and bridge the 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 areas of demographics that they're they're going to shoot for that area in in age. So, yeah, again, that I I, I guess I have more of a discon- disconnect than most people do. Move on to a subject that Chris does want to get removed. Like Chris, if anything in this list, Chris is like, yeah, let's, that's one. The anime has gone too far. Let's get rid of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's psychological horror. And technically I have in here as well, the idea of like forced relationships, which you know what I'm talking about. Uh, forced encounters uh, for the censorship groups there. But um, yeah, I, I think this is one that's most people are okay with, but I do, I do, I do believe there is quite a bit of people that if it goes too far it it gets to the point where you're like why does this exist i mean you can make an argument with something like higurashi when they cry i mean if you show uh most people that scene where <laughs> rika was it rika i think her name's rika uh she takes the knife and and plants it on the wall and starts to shove her head into it 
<laughs> it gets in that realm of like this has gone too far. Why does this exist? Um, but again, technically, to the nature of the story itself, it makes sense. But the, I will say that obviously, anime more than anything. Yes, you can probably get a lot of you know B movie films out there. I mean, the Saw series. I think there's plenty in the West that does equally horrific stuff. But I do believe, obviously, the more unique aspect of anime is that it often includes younger characters. Again, going back to the previous topic. And I think that's where it kind of makes it more unsettling. Like, when you see some dumb idiot on in, in the Saw film and he does something stupid and ends up dead, you're like, yeah, that guy was an idiot. I wouldn't have done that. Whereas, like, again, watching Higurashi, you're like, oh, this girl's so cute. Why is she, what is she doing? Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Why are you doing that? <laughs> it makes it so much different when you see these cute characters having fun with their little club activities after school, and then suddenly they're just massacring each other. Um, it makes it a little more difficult to watch, which, again, Chris does not like. <laughs> it's, it's not that I don't like it. It's that I've, I've gotten to the point where um, I'm, I'm, I'm not exploring that side of myself anymore. <laughs> I'm not exploring that anymore. <laughs> I've explored it enough. Um, it is one of those things that I, I actually really, I'm going to surprise everybody. I love that these exist. Um, when I, I did watch a lot of these, um, there, there's a lot of empathy involved in a lot of these. And that is one of the main reasons why I had to kind of pull back from it is, um, I like to, um, see things from these characters points of view that's the whole point of the entire thing that i've been talking about for a long time is understanding these things exploring them and 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 taking it from that character's uh aspect and these were things that i i did that a lot with i i love the idea of exploring how would i feel if i was in this situation what would what what would um i do in this situation and then the the downside is that what Andrew was mentioning is the idea of a character going so insane that they they put a, a a knife on the wall and and proceed to um, place their head in the wall as well clean their ears um, out clean their ears out <laughs> um, it's it's not so much that the the situation was there it's more along the lines of the dragging out those scenes and that's that's when I have a really really hard time with them is um, I I. To me, in a lot of cases, I'm I'm empathizing with the character, and I'm I want this situation to be over, and it's just continuing and continuing and continuing, and there that's that's the issue. I want it to be over, and and they want to drag it out for the titillization or whatever it is that they want to do in that situation to make it more extreme. Um, that's why I barely was able to get through a lot of um, ReZero. Is a lot of those situations were a little bit too extreme for me. Um, and that's the thing is what it does is it helps you to explore your own boundaries. What would, what would I do in this situation? Where, where is the line that it is too far? Um, most of these argument, uh, situations, none of them are, are good, but it is somebody exploring that part of themselves. And so therefore you're going along in that, that story. Yeah, and I think that's the the main thing there for a lot of people. I think is going to be the 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 point of okay, this is just this is just cruel. Like we've we've gone from the shock value of this existing, but then now we're she's plunged her head into it for the 
fifth time and why does it need to keep happening whereas yes most most mediums it would be like okay something's gonna happen it gets pretty close especially for a younger character he doesn't even get close enough and then suddenly cut scene and there's a you know a body bag there and a bunch of police officers wondering what the hell happened it, it, is, it doesn't get to the point where you're gonna you're gonna explore the entirety of the details and watch as the bad guy is cackling and going this is crazy i can't believe this is happening um, that's, that's the cruelty point that I think a lot of people have issue with. And that kind of goes into the other subject that's technically in this, um, same segment is the forced, um, encounters between two characters. When a male character is forcing themselves on a female character or something like that, that's where you get the, the other, I, and I think for the most part, unless yes, you technically get into the other realm of anime <laughs> for the most part, I think they're, they they get close and they don't typically go over the board with most anime. It gets to that point where yeah, the like skeleton from a night from another world. We technically have like what three scenes in that one of guys forcing themselves on women, and it usually doesn't get too far into the process before suddenly they're they're upside down and looking at their lower torso. <laughs> <laughs> split in half by the skeleton knight. Um, it always gets to that point where you know you get you get a, you know exactly what's going to go down. Like if he didn't show up, you know exactly what was going to go down. And then you have other cases where I think more publicized was easily the case with Sword Art Online with the Alicization arc was like everybody was an uproar about this one scene where this one of the knight captain guys whatever was forced himself upon these two girls, and it became a huge subject for a lot of people. And it's like. But if he didn't, if it didn't show that he was doing that, how would you know that that's what he would want to do? Like, it gets in that really bothersome territory of like, but this exists in the world. And again, know you're evil. If you didn't have stories that presented this evil bad guy doing this thing, you would never know that he does this thing unless you just had like whispers about it. And then suddenly Kito shows up and cuts him in half. Like, how are you going to how are you going to portray that that is a thing in this world that exists in this world? And that's and I think that was the topic that we always bring up whenever we talk about a lot of these shows was the case with Skeleton Knight in other worlds. Like it exists here. The idea of forced servitude, it exists in this world. Why? Why can't you not have that be a thing? Yes, technically, the character Isekai Harem, Ancient Magus Bride, Parallel World Pharmacy, uh, there was another show here recently, uh, Isekai show that did the same thing. It was like this, they buy this character and everybody's up and up arms, uh, um, chill hero, but it exists in the world. Like it's not as if the character is going to make it not exist in the world. That's a more difficult thing they can probably get into with the story eventually, but for the here and now, what do you expect them to do? And to not include, include it in that world is saying, oh, well, this is a world that's free of this. We, there's killings happening and everything, but as long as we don't have this, and it's like, but this does exist in this world. Why would you hide that from the storytelling? If the storyteller says, I want this to exist in this world, not because I'm okay with it, but because the hero will help them. Why not? Why not explore that? And to say, because again, our history, our own history, and technically still in the now, it still exists. Um, because that's something that we don't like, we don't want it to be included in stories is it's bizarre because again, how would you ever know what it is without seeing it? Why not explore it so that kids and, and adults can read it and go, I don't like this. Okay. The hero's helping him out. Good. I like that. 
I really would like him to get rid of this. Okay, cool. He took out a big old ring of it. Cool. I like that because I don't like that. You obviously don't like it. Why not have the hero destroy it? Just like everything else the hero destroys. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things of uh, just because it's in the story doesn't justify it. And it, I, I never suck. I hear him. Just kidding. <laughs> um, it, it is one of those things that I, I wish um, we I, I want it more along the lines of it's in a it's in a safe place. It's not it's not out here in the real world um happening well there is that's that's another uh discussion all on its own but um per se in the open uh real world um never mind you're all over the place with that one it Um, does still exist in the world exists in the world (laughs) unfortunately Um, unfortunately. very much so unfortunately but technically this is in a confined place that um we can we can explore it and understand it and what what it is about it that we need to understand and this this is the frustrating thing is that um i wish people would give a lot more um leeway to the story that the the artist wants to tell um just because they want to tell a story that just so happens to have the thing that you that bothers you does not necessarily mean that they're justifying it. It, it that's that's just like um speaking of uh sword art online there was a there's a couple of scenes in there that i was like i very much did not was very repulsed by but that's exactly is um there i like this character and i'm seeing this character that i very much love going through a situation i wanted to rip the rip the freaking telephone or the telephone the, the telephone the screen <laughs> my I, rotary phone i was gonna rip my rotary phone up um i want to destroy my my uh television screen because i i didn't like that scene um i was gonna disconnect my dial up I yeah was i was so gonna mad. destroy my di- dial up <laughs> um it and that's the point is you're supposed to get that anxiousness you're supposed to get that 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 protectiveness in there to want to do something about that situation if you didn't and if you were getting excited then we we have something else that we need to discuss um <laughs> sit down let's have a talk, <laughs> let's have a talk. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that i i don't know because i do understand the idea um because i have explored a lot of the the these things um, I do understand the the aspect of a lot of that other stuff that is involved in that. Um, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I have at least taken the time to understand it. And I do understand that there is some people that do get um, uh, excitement from that. Um, but it, it doesn't it doesn't mean if you are doing it as a consenting adult and you understand what it is that you're doing and you understand uh, safe words and all that crap, so be it. But I personally don't want to. That's where I draw my line is this is this is the place that I say uh, this, no no farther. Um, understand that about yourself. Understand what it is that you need to understand about these things because you're getting into some really dark stuff at that point. And I, and I think that's a good thing to bring up is I really don't like the argument that because this is this is unsettling and that some people find enjoyment out of it that it shouldn't exist. Because let's be perfectly honest, there are people that get excited over 
women that are completely covered up. There are people that get excited about really like to your toes skirts. There's people that get excited over wearing women wearing pants. There's going to be somebody that gets some sort of excitement out of something. There's it's what we call fetishes. And to not to not want things to exist because some people will fetterize it. Fetterize it. <laughs> That's a really terrible road to go down to because then again you're going to have to get rid of everything. Because somebody is going that, – that's just like the whole idea of removing well, something because it fends you. It's like you're going to have to remove everything because everything in some way for somebody offends them. And if we want to go down that road, let's start getting the bonfires going because we're going to have to pile up a lot of stuff. Make sure to get a big area for it too. My my personal my personal thing is I don't understand Goro and, and, and Vor. I really don't understand them. I That, that in no way, shape, or fi- form – I do I understand that in any way, shape, or form, um, but it's apparently a thing that that if that doesn't tell you how far some of these people go, I don't know what what will. Um, but there is the aspect of um, loving life, and maybe that kind of flips it on its head. I don't know. Maybe you go so far you become backwards. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's got to be Australia. It's it's Australia because they're upside down. <laughs> All of our Australian listeners are like, I feel you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um. Anyways, alienating a good group of our listeners. <laughs> they love us. Let's let's move on to um. Yes, Wincest. Uh, says Combro Con stuff. That I I think this is like the least offensive out of all right (laughs) but there i mean because i think i guess because people just are bored of talking about it because i i know that i guess at least as long as i can personally remember there was there was every now and then this idea of like ew gross it's the you know hillbillies that all make love to each other and their 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 children are all everybody in the entire town is related to each other by blood or whatever it's that that distant cousin aspect but I think for the most part, people aren't like, it doesn't seem like people get angry about this particular subject anymore. Like the idea of, I guess because most of the anime community is kind of used to it at this point with Orimo and stuff coming out. But it's like, even with my stepmom's daughter as my ex, when that came out recently, it was like, everybody's kind of shrugged to it. It's like, nobody was offended. I think this is like, the again, I think this is the most least problematic, quote unquote, aspect of anime is easily one of the most iconic aspects of anime like if 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 you ask the most general questions of people that are kind of out semi outside of the norms of anime they'll typically say yes it's all nothing but tentacles it's it's nothing but hentai it's all it's pretty much all um young characters and stuff like that it's dragon ball and then eventually they'll get down to oh yeah and it's a bunch of (laughs) siscon brokon stuff and so it is kind of funny, but I mean, even outside of that, there is a feeling of obsession with that particular concept because any harem you have is going to possibly is going to eventually the of them, sister is going to yeah ninety nine percent of them is going to have a sister character. It's just it you have to have that. It's just one of the archetypes checklist that it has to go through. But again, I feel like it's it's one of the most that's least bothersome for most people. I think a lot of people from the outside will kind of go. Oof, when they see it, but they're not like outraged by it, which I think is kind of odd that I even put it in this list because of that. Yeah, and, and that I, I this is I, I was gonna say the same thing if you didn't is is I I think that this is absolutely one of the things that I could give a crap. I mean, 
if it I, exists or not. Yeah, it. I don't really care. It has to I, exist, I, love the, I love the idea of the Emoto uh, saying Onichan, but when it comes down to it, it I, when it comes down, it, I, I'm, I said it twice. I'm going to get in trouble. Double shot. I'm so in trouble. Um, no, it it doesn't matter. What I miss? <laughs> what? <laughs> that that uh, uh, she she always gets on to me for saying when it comes down to it. And I said it three times. Oh, there you go. I got him to say it again. <laughs> it doesn't really matter in the in the grand scheme of things. No, I I I understand why it's a thing. Why it's a taboo. I I it's it's. It's there because there's the boundary of the when 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 that creates a progenitor, that progenitor has uh, birth defects and issues like that. So, yes, there's a reason why it's a quote unquote taboo. But when it comes, yeah, I almost said it. Almost said <laughs> it. Um, the ultimate goal is that it doesn't really no. it doesn't really matter. And people there's ways around that and nobody really cares anymore. It's well, that's the funny thing is because to that point, it's like the, the reason why this is taboo is because of this. It has an effect, but that's everything in this list. Again, you don't necessarily want it to technically be acted outside of the quote unquote fantasy outside the quote unquote fictional uh, world that we're developing here. And so why is it a problem? And it's funny because Again, going back to the discussion we had before, for most people that actually have siblings, they're like, that's the last person I want to even touch. So it's like the most it's the it's the one that you can't necessarily create. Right. Yeah. Because Well, unless you, you know, tell, you know, drug your parents and tell them to get in the bed. <laughs> you technically can create it, but it's going to be more difficult. But the point is. <laughs> It's got a really terrible mental images of some son forcing his parents to make out so they could have a photo. <laughs> this is so going in a bad direction right now. Um, you can't test, you can't create it. Like it, it's it's one of those things where the people that would want to that are kind of into it, it's the most. I guess that's probably why it's so um, l- the least problematic out of all this stuff. Why you hear less outrage is because the person that's going to watch one of these and actually be into it is the one that probably doesn't have a sibling and thus there's no there's no way that they can create a victim i guess is why it probably is least um problematic for most people's eyes but again it goes back to the, the previous discussion it's 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 about a fetishizing of something and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's not necessarily doing something terrible it just kind of exists so and again it's kind of one of those there's no victim there in a lot of cases unless you're talking about pupa then it just gets weird. It just gets weird. I'm telling you, Vor. Yeah, Chris is like, I. This is the one that I, have, I don't care to exist, and it's like, then we won't have kiss sex sis. We uh, when it, when it all comes down to it. No, I meant I don't care. It, it doesn't bother. It doesn't me. bother. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, violence. We 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 talked a little bit about the violence aspect, and I think it was more. In the realm of, I guess it's technically more. We talked a bit about it in the, the psychological horror as well, but I um, guess violence in general, I guess, is a, a topic. Just to just to because uh, I you, we're we're completely going over the age gap. I kind of skipped over this. We talked about it with Higahiro, right? Like, you know, so, but um, yeah, if you have I, anything adults, add to the age gap aspect. 
I well, what I was going to add to that is because I I did kind of I didn't actually hit on this particular thing of the age gap in itself is not the problem. It's the um, going into the under age is where it really gets into the issue. I yeah. personally I don't I don't really think that there's this is my personal opinion. I don't really think that there is a big issue with um 70-year-old getting together with a 30-year-old. I don't think that that really is an issue. Um it only becomes an issue in the uh under the underage area. That's when it becomes the issue. So there's not many anime where has that age gap. Well, they, <laughs> technically, you kind of hit on it with the. Um, what does that? Because don't spoil it. Are you going to say it? Don't spoil I'm sorry. it. Sorry. Um, it it does it. I think that she was technically over a certain age, and so there there was. I know that there was an issue. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon of oh well, this happened, and it's like. Yes, it did. And yes, there was an age gap. I don't think it really matters in the grand scheme of things, um, especially when you consider what it was that was happening. Um, but yeah, it was technically an age gap issue. So, yeah. But yeah, violence, like I said, we, we pretty much gone all of it through all that. So I won't bring that up. Wars technically in the same realm of the violence as well. I think a lot of people have problems with that because of. I think some of the subject matter, but I think this is, let, let me be perfectly honest, this category about quote-unquote war and problematic with anime, I think actually is one of the better arguments against that being problematic, because some of the best war movies from anime have been so, I think, pinnacle in understanding another side of things. I mean, you look at things like Grave of the Fireflies and In This Corner of the World, those are two films that honestly, for me personally, watching them... It gave me a, I mean, it, I've watched documentaries about the impacts of the war, World War II in Japan and stuff like that. But I think like for like a first person perspective storytelling of an anime or film or whatever, it was, it did so much to kind of show me the casualties, the sidelines, the people that weren't technically involved with it, that were on the sidelines that didn't even know what was really happening. And then to see the devastation of it, I think it's an important thing to know. It's not it's not excusing any side in the war itself. It's just really truly understanding just the effects that it has on the civilian, the effects that it has on the people of the country itself. And it makes an argument for the idea that despite it being extremely graphic in a lot of cases, it it's for a purpose. You have to see how graphic and horrific it is. Otherwise, how can you how do you understand what's going through the character's mind? It humanizes it. Yeah. And that, that, that's, that's one of the things, I mean, we, we, what we talked about several times is understanding the other side is understanding what it is that, what is the cost of war? You can say it until you're blue in the face, but until you've empathized with a child who's going, who has a little, uh, sibling and what they have to go through, through the entire experience. And no, I'm never going to watch that show again. I will say that for the 50th time. Um, it, it, it humanized it. And and forced you forces you to understand the cost of it. You you can say it until you're blue in the face, but until you actually truly empathize that, then you understand the cost of war. Um, and and say and you can some some sometimes people pull off humanizing um, the cost of war um, when they do a report, but not always. We we tend to be so. Um, calloused to what we have seen over time 
that we don't understand what it is that it's just a it's just a spot on the map as far as I'm concerned. Sure, go bomb the crap out of it until somebody says, "Look, this is a person. This is what this person experienced." And then you go, then you're faced put straight in the face. Um, wait, technically, people in leadership in my name went and did did that. I don't agree with that. Until you've actually explored it, you will never know what was done in your name. And it's 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 frustrating in a lot of ways. Yeah, and that's the thing that it like comes down to. And I think that's again it's good that things exist like this that create the discussion. Because where else what else would create the discussion in my mind? Because yeah, growing up, all I knew about was Pearl Harbor. I knew about what they did to us and why we did it. Yeah. But I never understood the effects that it had on the people. And it's one of those ones where you can say truly, no matter who shot first, who said what, who agreed with who, who, what leader shook whose hands, in the end, there's still the people that are on the ground that are affected by the wars. And I think it's important to understand because when it does come to the point where somebody shakes shakes somebody's hand again, you go – I don't think that's right, but is it worth more death? It always comes down to that. And I think that, again, it's it's important to have things like this that push the line, that show you graphic things, that show you the horrors. I mean, the other one I have on here is technically Jinro. And Jinro is very graphic, very graphic. And again, it shows that haunting reality of, technically with that case, like a dictatorship, this idea of, absolute control and the horrors that can be enacted it's important to see those things it's important to see those horrors that it really solidifies to you this is reality this is real and it hurts to see it so yeah and that goes into our last one which is death (laughs) i just put jenner butchie and listen jenner butchie shows but i think again that goes back to grave the fireflies and and in this corner of the world and jenro and and everything else that kind of picks death. And again, it goes back to the initial discussion that we had of this idea of this is adult. This is for adults. This is storytelling that's not necessarily for children. And thus, it can deal with these more impactful points. And yes, there's a lot of shows where a character dies and you're like, eh. That's why we give so much emphasis on Jenner Butchie is because typically when Jenner Butchie has death, it it has purpose, it has meaning, and he doesn't just throw deaths. He he throws deaths around all the time, but he always he always has a point to them. When they happen, you're like, "Wow, we're doing this." It's not typically eh, that character died. Who cares? Shrug. Um, and I think that that's again goes to the previous point about war and the idea of exploring the idea, the concept of loss. If you if you have a death and it's purposeful and you can have that feeling of loss, it can explore concepts that a lot of people personally are dealing with, they struggle with. I mean, that's just the, I, I, I would put in there as well this idea of disability and, and losing somebody, um, being disconnected with somebody. It all kind of goes in the same route of experiencing loss, experiencing that disconnect between characters. And that can even get into a broader discussion of mental illness and depression and all that other kind of stuff as well as being these heavier subjects that are honestly serious subjects. Death, disability, losing somebody, um, mental disorders and stuff like that all kind of fall in that same realm of something that, yes, from an outsider's perspective, probably don't even know that a lot of anime 
really hits on. And I think, yes, you can make the argument that anime and most mediums in Japan don't necessarily treat uh, mental disorders and stuff properly. But every now and then when you find one, especially depression, which they they, they get into a lot, um, is a really heavy subject that for some people, seeing it experienced in, in an artistic form is very impactful. Again, going back to March Comes in Like a Lion, March seeing that, that element that. of depression and isolation depicted in an artistic way can be extremely soothing for a lot of people. Um, technically with Bochi the Rock, if you're an introvert and you're experiencing that, watching her struggle so badly with this and never, and it seems like she's never going to get over it, um, is is that therapeutic in some way for a lot of people. Now I can say that a lot of these things, these, these particular topics, these more heavier, serious topics, um, for the most part, it's going to hit different from everybody. And I think that's one thing that I, I kind of address whenever I speak to people about certain shows is that idea of it's going to hit different for some people. Um, seeing a character dealing with depression, it might be a bad thing for somebody experiencing depression to watch because it might be well, too heavy, too quick, and they'll they'll sympathize and connect with the character too much and it might throw them down further. And and, and we've discussed that idea before is the, the idea of the... Um, the everyman aspect. Um, and I'm not saying that every man or the everyman character is what, what, uh, you need. It's the, there is characters that you can't empathize as much with. And that goes into, um, the everyman aspect of the more and more you connect with a character, the more and more you understand, you empathize, the more and more you, the, that character is written as you, no, you're not going to have everything. Otherwise, you would be that character. That's the point, is you're going to see to a certain extent yourself in these characters. And the more you see in these characters, the more that they come out of their quote-unquote depression, and uh, the more and more you can see the light at the end of your own tunnel. And that's that's the point, is the the artist is exploring a certain aspect. If you are... Uh, empathize with that character then you are technically exploring that that um that issue as well with your with those that character um there is several several um shows that that are held up in high regard because of the fact that they hit certain aspects perfectly not all shows are going to hit it perfectly but the ones that do are the diamonds in the rough that's why people love those particular shows and the the ones that you hold the most closest to your heart as something that is a special aspect. I I say all the time that Grave of Fireflies is one of my favorite stories. And I make the joke about how I will never watch it again. But when it comes down to it, I empathized with that story. And when I empathized through that story, there was some aspects that hit really hard. In particular, my little brothers, I seen a story there of a, of a big brother taking care of their little brother or little sibling. And um, during, during that story of protection and all that stuff in a war situation, and it hit really hard. It hit me so hard. And that is one of those things that if you can empathize and that story is told to a certain extent, you should be able to see 
a different side of yourself. And that is the, that, that aspect of incorporating those learned experience, whether you, you don't necessarily have to have that learned experience. Does that make sense? Completely lost. Yeah. I, I, I typically say that I'm, I, I connect extremely or, or at least see myself in the story of Hanasaki Roha, despite the fact that I'm not a cute anime girl. Yeah. Right. I don't hang out with cute Mm -hmm. anime girls, but I do, I do connect on what she's kind of going through. So, and I think that makes it all that much better. But um, yeah, that's that's all I got. I, I even have like another, a list of shows, but we pretty much hit them all. So <laughs> we, got, we get down to our last problematic show, and that is Gyo. Gyo should not exist. Running sh- sharks that kick down doors should not exist. Shunk. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it, I, Gyo is like a perfect way for me to wrap this up because I think Gyo encompasses the idea of absurdity violent it does everything it shouldn't do and guess what it's so interesting because of that because like i've said at the very beginning the one make main core thing that i think makes me most want to say that all the stuff should exist it should exist and if it's if it's too problematic stay away from it um and i think for a lot of people if you don't give it an audience it will go away it is that idea that this all exists because it all one, like we've said before is, is hitting on this idea of know your enemy, no evil. But the bigger, broader sense is a lot of the stuff when it's exploring and it doesn't have any sort of restrictions. That's the main thing without restrictions, people explore so many crazy things. And as you explore it with them and see this crazy imagination they have, it expands your imagination. And I think we've gotten so far as a society um, at least in the West over here, that we've gotten so many restrictions placed upon our thinking and our imagination or our, our creativity that our imagination is getting stomped. Like we have no imagination anymore. And that's really one of the big pinnacle reasons why I enjoy anime and light novels and manga so much is because they don't really have those restrictions anymore. You can you can start seeing a little bit of it. I mean, with, here recently we had Udase Yatsura come back and guess what? All the nudes are removed from it. It's gotten very cleaned up. <laughs> it, and no, no, granted, the original Udase Yasura is not like some crazy, you know, etchy show. But it just, it's got it thrown in there casually every now and then. Because a lot of those older 70s and 80s manga and stuff, just it just, something flew off. And she's like, oh no, this is showing. It didn't really care. <laughs> so you are seeing some restrictions being put in here and there. But overall, what I love about anime and and manga and light novels is that they're so unfiltered and they're doing crazy stuff. And yes, a lot of the time I go, it's too far or I go, Ugh, that's too much. But overall I'm experiencing something that just is without boundaries. And that's kind of what Japan really does with a lot of the manga and light novels. They put it out there in the masses. There's so much source material being thrown out constantly in Japan so many manga, so many light novels, and they just leave it out there for people to go, this is doing something crazy, I like this, and it wins. All the, There's a ton of it that's just losing. <laughs> but every now and then, with all these crazy ideas being just vomited out in a manga store, eventually one catches the right attention and it just sparks off because that creativity and that imagination is being let free. And we're, again, unfortunately not allowed to do that in the West. And I, that's what draws me to the anime. 
And I, I absolutely agree. Is I I think that that's in a lot of ways that's what I wish that we in the West would acknowledge is that we 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 used to one of the things that we we said when we first started this is what why did somebody asked us why do we they have that free the sad thing is they have that freedom over there because the whole aspect of the war and what we gave them which is essentially some sort of constitution um we were built on the idea of the freedom of expression and everything and we handed that over to them basically and now we're removing it (laughs) yeah we we the the aspect of what what drew drew you to anime the different things they they do different things and everybody that i've heard that says why, when when somebody asks them why are you drawn to anime they all say it's the freaking same it's freaking weird it's different it's weird <laughs> it does different things and then yet we are trying to stifle them and tell them this is how you should do it and i i wholeheartedly go against that no i want them to do this i want them to do their weird crazy psycho stuff i want them to do all of that because that gives me something to think about while us idiots over here in the west are burning ourselves down they're over there doing something new and different and interesting why and do people? Why do people? Why do you? Why do you think so much attention in Hollywood and Netflix and stuff is going towards Japan? Yep, because they're able to see this big flood of content, and they're yes, they're probably picking the most safe ones, but because there's such a free market of ideas happening over there, they're able to see all these great ideas. Over in the West, it's just let's make another hero, uh, a superhero film. It's all they got over here. They got superhero films and CGI, I don't know, emoticons part three. I don't know what they're doing now. <laughs> over there is this, this plethora of ideas. And they're yes, they're cherry picking. They're going to obviously cherry pick. They're not going to pick the, the most crazy psychotic stuff out there. They're not going to grab, I don't know, dead tube or something like that. They're going to grab the ones that are, you know, super clean. But that's why they have that catalog. That's why they have the catalog that they have over in, in Japan. Because they're not restricted like we are over here. Over here, you know, making a flood of ideas in some, you know, comic book store is kind of scary now. But one of the things that um, I I remember having a discussion with somebody one time about the idea of um, whether or not imagination is important. And I think imagination is crucial. It's an, it's, yeah, I I think it's an aspect of, of creativity. We we become more creative beings the more imagination that we have. The more that you can see something new in your head that not is not necessarily something that is um tangible and and physical and and you can reach out and touch it. But it's something in your head. It's an idea that you have that you can create something. If you're not exploring ideas, you can never you will never have that aspect of the creativity um you have to be able to see it in your head and be able to touch it and know that it exists you just have to create it and put it in into a physical form um so i have always always argued because um one uh the discussion in particular that um brought up the imagination thing was involving um harry potter and whether or not that 
was a a story that should exist and it i wholeheartedly believe it should and because it's an imagination it's something there that um whether or not it is real is irrelevant it explores your your imagination it it makes you want to decide what what is really possible in 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 your imagination if it's not possible in reality make it happen find out what it is that needs to happen to make this really cool idea happen um but yeah it that that's pretty much where i stand is i i absolutely love exploring ideas and thoughts and 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 concepts and anime gives me that ability of of exploring those ideas and i love i love creativity and imagination and exploring ideas golden boy taught us the most important lesson study study if study, you study, study, study enough study, study. <laughs> you can ride a bike on a power line yes we Wait, that's problematic that. too that should not exist Otherwise, people are going well, to be jumping chase, on it. He has to chase the 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 girl on the motorcycle. <laughs> we can't have that exist because otherwise, people will think Who they can ride bikes her on motorcycle. Super <laughs> rev it up. <laughs> Anyways, um, there you go. Hope you guys enjoyed this discussion about is anime problematic? Does it go too far? Maybe I just put a comma in there and do both of them in the same title. Um, as always, love to hear from you guys. Let us know in the comments for our, I guess we'll have a YouTube video version unless it gets striked or something. Um, let us know in the comments what you think about this topic. And uh, yeah, additionally, go to our Discord. We have it at TakuSpare.com. We have a Discord link there where you can go and meet a bunch of great people currently still doing our best of 2022 anime picks. Um, I think we're moving on to OPs and EDs here soon. but um, And then we'll do fall later on because obviously fall is still happening. We don't do voting for fall super early like some people do. <laughs> but initially, um, we definitely appreciate everybody that supports us through Patreon, our support links, and everything that's on talkerspare.com. Uh, um, definitely love people sharing us out, letting people know about us. The word of mouth is greatly appreciated. We love your guys' feedback, and we love your guys' support. And with that said, y'all take care. Os. Like a, like a-